0: Got a big pink fluffy seahorse.
1: A bank that play in the National League, they've got the same name as a bank. A bank town the bank's name town. (laughs) Bank's name town.
0: Barclay's town. (laughs) Have you ever seen that picture of Balotelli wearing that stupid
2: hat?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Same first name as a British tennis champion. Andy. Yeah, but the full name?
0: Murray. Murray.
2: Oh, no,
3: the full, the full first name.
2: The full first
0: name. Andrew. Andrew, okay. Yes. It's not a cake, is it? It's
4: not a cake, no, unfortunately not. Yeah. Hello, welcome to the 22nd episode of the Rematch Podcast. I'm Adam, joined by Sam, Dan, Cam, and Ollie. This week, we'll talk about the Champions League final. Did Pep manage to out-Pep even himself? We'll make our combined Premier League team of the season. And stay tuned for a quiz that will just keep you guessing. Right then, lads. So how many of us have been to a football match yet then, seeing as we can now? I know some of us have. Two. Two? Yeah.
3: Rubbing it in, Cam? I
4: know. know. Who have you
5: seen? Uh, I went last Friday on my birthday. As a car goes past. Yeah, I watched the uh, workshop versus Hallam. Uh, I don't get why teams are playing friendlies. They said. I guess it's to get some money back in. Um, but yeah, they played last Friday. Uh, no, sorry, the Friday before, and then last Friday, uh, I watched workshop versus Mickleover, oh, um, which I was told there was. I was told um, Lee Hughes was playing, but I didn't didn't recognise. I didn't see Lee Hughes. So you, you and, were and he must be, And he must be. Well, there, <laughs> there was a ball player, but I, I, I'm pretty sure it wasn't him because he was playing like CDM. So.
2: I, don't, unless, I shouldn't uh, wait <laughs> yeah
5: <league>. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's still abilities, aren't they? So um but they won five nil against over. So uh, so yeah, uh, I think I think they're the league above as well. So yeah, no, it was good good, good, fun. good. good to be back. Yeah, good to be watching football.
1: Anyone else? Uh, um I think Sam, me and you are going not together, but we're going to the England match on Wednesday, aren't we? yeah, um, I was just about
3: to say I haven't got I haven't been to a game yet, but looking forward yeah. to the one on Wednesday.
1: Yeah. Should be very good. Um, what's it been like at the games? Then has it been weird?
4: Yeah, I, I've I've been to one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What have you we been to? So worth it after all that time away to be able to go to a match really playing Weymouth. But um, <laughs> yeah, it, to be fair, it didn't really feel that I'd been away for that long. I was sat in a different seat, so it's, it it kind of felt like like I was in a different ground, which I quite liked. It felt like I was watching like an away mm-hmm. game or something because I was I've never sat where where I sat before. But yeah, it was good. Were you win the cup. I was not in the cop, and of course not, I'm not a singer. Or drum or drum hitter. I in I'm in the old man stand. Should be in the band stand. down downstand.
1: Oh dear. Yeah,
4: I think we'll be <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Okay, so let's talk about the weekend's Champions League final. I think we've got to start right at the beginning, before the match even started, when the teams came out and Pep Guardiola decided to not start a defensive midfielder. Now, that may or may not be the key as to why they lost the game in the end, but can anyone make that decision make sense? Because I I couldn't at the time, and now when you look at how the game panned out, even more can't make make sense of it now. I
0: think it was just a case of, Looking at Chelsea's previous games against Man City, where Man City couldn't really create any chances or break Chelsea's system down, so Guardiola just sort of went full out in no defensive midfielder and and hope for the best. And it, it, I mean, it still didn't really work. A lot of people have called it overthinking, but I just think that's too kind of an excuse for Pep. Now, I mean, I'm one of Pep's biggest fans. I've liberated him for years, but he's he's made decisions like this. Time and time again in Europe, I think you you have to criticise decisions as big as that. Like I say, we can't just let it slide as overthinking this time, I don't think.
1: The, the issue you've got is, with it, is that if he started an ex- the exact same team that he started against Chelsea, the, the pre- I'm pretty sure the last lost the previous two against Chelsea, haven't they? Yeah. This season. If he started a very similar team to that, people would say, well, he hasn't changed anything, but what did he expect a different result for? I do understand what you mean by he's overthought it, maybe, but I think that every manager, when it comes to a final, of course, they're going to overthink things. They're going to go through different scenarios in their head. He obviously thought that it would have worked out in his favour. I think rather than the defensive midfield, I just wouldn't have started Sterling. I think that was the worst decision he made, to be honest with you. I mean, I get why he did it, because no one expected it at all, but completely backfired for me. that because you don't play a player in a Champions League final when they haven't played for a few weeks, and they're completely out of form, really. Um, that that was baffling but yeah definitely if they start a defensive midfielder that goal that they concede is probably well I don't think they've conceded it quite simply
4: I was talking to a couple of City fans before the game and they were on saying about how they generally felt confident before the teams came out because they were on such a role they knew what they were going to get from their team yet as soon as the team came came out they suddenly went well the game's over already as if they've gone away from what they did well in the last well, 10, 15 matches, I guess. And for me, it's the fact that they've started Foden, Mares, Sterling, um, De Bruyne. Yeah, exactly, Mm -hmm. Bernardo. they brought Gray off the bench. It's got all the attacking players and they're not scored. How? Yeah, I think,
1: I do think, though, that Chelsea, you've got to give credit to Chelsea for that. I think the issue, the main issue with the whole game was exactly what you alluded to there before the game. Everyone was so confident with City. I think we discussed it prior and everyone thought, obviously in the back of your mind, Chelsea could just nick this here, do you know what I mean? I I, don't know if a few of us would have said that, but everyone really, if you were going to really put a lot of money on the game, you would have put on Man City. And I think that just worked completely against them. They've never played in the European final before. And I just think that the occasion got to them far too much. I really do. And ultimately that worked in Chelsea's favour and, Tuchel's been there before, and I know Guardiola's been in the final like that before, but not with a set of raw players who haven't done it on the European stage. And although it's not like a typical European final where you're against European opposition, it's still a huge occasion for him. And it just, it really just didn't get going the whole night. All they needed was, you could have said though, like a couple of times when the ball broke to Ford in the box, and if he puts that in the back of the net, which we've seen him do so many times this season, completely different game. And then you could talk about your 5-0 cities and and stuff like that because Chelsea have to come out. But the game just didn't suit them at all. And that's credit to Chelsea because they're outstanding on the night defensively. I think that we've seen so many times Pep Guardiola
3: overcompensate and overthink something that doesn't need overthinking. I think that was more evident in the Champions League final than ever before. Um, The games against Thomas Tuchel Man City v Chelsea in the past couple of months you've got the FA Cup semi-final you've got the Premier League game where Guardiola lost them both for me he then thought oh I've got to do something radical that didn't need doing and that's why he dropped Fernandinho from the starting 11 and as we've mentioned before if Fernandinho plays I think it's much more favourably a Manchester City performance that controls the ball, that passes it well, that gets them into that attacking areas and creates more chances. And I think what was the shot on target statistic, something like two, that Man City had in the in, in the entire 90 minutes. And that's just not what we know from Man City over the past four, five seasons now under Pep Guardiola. Um, and I just think that comes from the two games that he's had against Tuchel. And he's been tactically found out for me against him. And therefore he's got to do something radical to change that. Any overthought at any drop Fernandinho, when in fact there was probably some niche tactical tweak that he could have made rather than this drastic change that he did.
4: That switch actually to to the game itself rather than the team news and whatnot. And I think how much how much credit maybe we just kind of mentioned there, but how much credit have we got to give to Tuchel? Not for the job, for just not for the Champions League in itself, but for what he's done since he came in. There were some Chelsea fans that didn't want Lampard to go. Uh, I think all of them now will probably still sentimentally. May wish Lampard hadn't gone, but I—I th- I don't think anyone can doubt what Zuko's doing. I think he's done one of the best jobs in f- short-term jobs in Premier League history so far to have done what he's done. Do you think that next year Chelsea are are, are the favourites for not just Premier League, but for all the silverware that's available? I don't think they're, I don't think the favourite. I, I think I think City so. will still still be favourite. I
5: think they might be ahead of Liverpool though. I know they. I, I know they. Battled it out with Liverpool pretty closely, and you could say, well, they have edged it because they've got that Champions League winners' medal now. But yeah, I, I, st- I still think I think I still think Man City will be favourites, um, like, unless unless Chelsea, you know, sign one of those big names that potentially could leave their clubs in the uh, in the summer. You know, if they get a, if they somehow manage to attract Haaland or somehow maybe Kane, Lukaku, you know, I think
0: is a name that could be mentioned.
5: Yeah, potentially. Um, you know and, and possibly another another defensive defensive maybe center another center half because even though i think Thiago Silva has been amazing he's not going to be there forever they need to find someone in the mold of him i think clearly and um, because he's been been amazing really so i think yeah i think it's close it's it's going to be i'm really looking forward to next season actually more than more than anything, I should specify the Premier League season. I'm really looking forward to the Premier League season. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think it's going to be really. I don't. I don't know how you can call it. It's
0: really, really difficult to even predict the top four. Never mind. Never mind who's going to win the title. The big thing about two buttons coming in is what is one thing having that system that he's used that mines and Bartman and at PSG, but it's another thing getting getting the players to get behind that system. And I think Saturday was the biggest example of how I admit this group of players are. I mean, they're not the best group of players. Rudiger you' one of the ones that you'd probably suggest that Chelsea needs to get rid of before Tuchel came. And the, the big thing for me next season is going to be seeing how the react to a kind of drop. Since Tuchel coming, it's it's kind of been up and up and it's just been consistent progress. So it'll be interesting to see how this group of players react to maybe a couple of losses on the bounce, whether they do have that mentality to come back from that. But, like comes that it's all about what they're doing this summer. We know Abramovich is fairly ruthless; he'll go out and get who he wants. Um, so it'll, it'll be all about who they can get in the summer. And-
1: you literally, you wouldn't be surprised if come a year from now, we say we're talking on this podcast and we're saying who will be the next Chelsea manager. Then that's that's the issue with the club. I say issue, but it's it's brought them a lot of success in the past, and you can't really knock Abramovich too much because. He's brought them Chelsea fans a lot of joy over the years. However, what Tuchel's done since he's came in is brilliant. And like Ollie said there, the players are right behind him. And I think that the players that were kind of maybe struggling under Lampard, like the likes of Rudiger, um, Havertz and Thiago Silva, he obviously has like a close-knit bond with them. And even Werner, I know he's still not scoring goals. and He, he was pretty woeful in the final, let's be honest. But he's still, he's become a bit of a nuisance, hasn't he, really? He's that player that... <laughs> the Man City men may as well have just let him go Like that, that's where the goal literally came from on the pitch wasn't it, Werner's run and both defenders went with him for some reason and Zinchenko was left with Havertz, and he just didn't, in no man's land really but that's the thing though. He's, he's got them playing, the players that he knows very well and it was kind of the perfect appointment for them really it, everything's just fell right into place and that's why you, you, you could, probably not in, even in the top 10 squads in Europe let's be, let's be real but it just everything seems to, to work for them and everything clicks.
4: Right, well, just just kind of finish on the Champions League. I, what happens next to Manchester City then? Because Pep was brought in, I think, to win the Champions League and he and he's he's got closer and closer year on year. He's not there yet. But there's been talk since the game of players like Raheem Sterling, and I Laporte, Gabriel Jesus all saying that they want out of the club, they want to to play more, they're not happy with the amount of game time they're getting. What what happens? Do any of those leave? If so, can they get replacements that are as good do we think yes quite
1: quite simply yeah they can get replacements who are just well, probably better to be honest with you I mean obviously Kane's the big link this summer isn't he but if you re- replace Jesus with Kane that's an upgrade Um, Sterling I don't think he'd be a huge miss to he's had, he went through good patches obviously hasn't he but I'm not sure the quality's there with Sterling anymore and don't get me wrong he can prove everyone wrong he's done it time and time again and uh, who was the other one you mentioned Laporte I'd have started Laporte in the final, Perfect, being perfectly honest. I think I would have put him left back just to deal with them. And then you've got a bit more solidity in defence. But uh, yeah, that's another point, completely, isn't it? But I think they will, Man City will be back next season. And I, the, the thing is, the Champions League obviously it's a huge deal and everything. The Man City fans will obviously want to win it. But there's no reason why they, they can't be there next year or the year after that with Pep in charge. Because there's no point in them getting rid of Pepe. He's, he's won them everything except from the Champions League. But and he's obviously got closer this year. He's the right man for the, for Man City right now. So I, don't, I just I just think they'll continue plowing through the, the English league and the competitions in England. In terms of the
3: players that you mentioned there, Adam, I think they can already cope without those three. Laporte has been out of favour ever since John Stones came back into form and he's played alongside Diaz ever so well. Uh, Sterling, I don't have the statistics to, to hand, but how many games has he actually started in the Premier League and the Champions League? I think uh, Foden's been favoured to him out on the left-hand side, Bernardo Silva, Ferran Torres, we still really haven't seen the best of him. Um, and he was brought in to be the next up-and-coming winger for Man City. Um, so I think Man City will be able to cope without without those three players. Um Dan mentioned before about the links to Harry Kane that won't seem to go away. If they do get Harry Kane, I think we should just write the season off entirely because I think Man City could set a new record for the number of points in the Premier League if they get that forward line. It would be ridiculously good to have Harry Kane at the focal point of the Man City attack. Um
4: Yeah, but Pep will probably talk Kane at centre-back.
3: Potentially. He might put him on <laughs> corners like Roy Hodgson did. <laughs> For me, you've got to look at if you were to replace Guardiola, and yes, he was brought into in to win the Champions League, he hasn't quite done that, who would you then bring in? Who would better Man City's chances? And I don't think there is anyone out there. I don't think there ever will be for the next five years. Too cool. <laughs> Not available though, is he? <laughs>
4: All right, then. It's time for our listeners' question, which this week is actually football-related. So, Derek from Stevenage has uh, been on the phone, and he said, uh, what is your Premier League on team, team... On the phone? <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's not <laughs> doing out, these yeah.
2: phone calls when the podcast is on.
1: Call us on 0191.
2: The rematch love line.
4: Hello, and
1: welcome to Rematch phone lines. <laughs> oh, <dear. laughs> um,
4: yeah, he, he, Derek, Derek from Stevenage has been um, been on the blower, and he's um, oh. and he said... <laughs> what is your Premier League team of the season? Good question, Derek. Thank you for listening. And thank you for getting in touch with your question. So what we've all done is we've all listed uh, a, a starting eleven in a four-three-three, 3 3 And I've put together ones that we've all said. And then ones that call a little bit of a debate. So we're all going to debate each other once. And it's all worked out quite nicely. But we have actually mm-hmm. got six players that we all, that we all at least four out of five no. have put in. So there's only five positions up for grabs. So I'll, I'll go through the ones that mm-hmm. we all said to start with Mm -hmm. we've all got um Ruben Diaz and Luke Shaw in the back Mm -hmm. four standard um also it's not six it's Mm -hmm. five I can't count uh in the midfield we both we (laughs) we all agreed on Thomas Suchek and Ilkay Gundogan and then we all Mm -hmm. put Harry Kane up front so the spine of the team in many aspects is yeah it's been agreed on and I think that's uh, good mate yeah (laughs) (laughs) so now on to the uh to the debate. So, Sam and Ollie, you're the first to to, to have a little debate with each mm. other, right? Because um, Emmy Martinez is what Sam said, the Villa goalkeeper, and Ollie's gone for Man City's Edison. So, who wants to start?
3: I'll let Ollie go first. Oh, that's kind.
4: Oh, thanks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> this was probably my hardest pick. I did nearly go for Martinez because I think in terms of shot stopping, they're probably about equal. And I picked Edison purely on the fact that what you can offer at the other end, which sounds obviously weird for a goalkeeper, but it's so important to how Man City play. I know Sam will probably mention that Edison's got this really good defence in front of him, but I think that's, that can be hard for a goalkeeper. It means they can lose concentration and maybe not be as focused as as someone like Martin is, but Edison's usually stood up to the task whenever, whenever anything's come against him.
3: I'm going to surprise Oli and not talk really much about Man City. Um, I said I'd let Oli go first because with my picks that later on, I I did pick Luke Shaw, I've picked Emi Martinez and Mason Mount, which we'll come on to, was another one of my picks later on. And I've picked all three of them for similar reasons. Um, And that's because I think if you were to look at the team of the season this time last year, I don't think any of them would be anywhere near it. And I think mm -hmm. I'm happy to concede on the majority of my picks this year but I just think that if you look at the seasons that those three in particular have had Luke Shaw back in the England mix after being cast out after so many years uh, Mason Mount who was playing for Derby a couple of years ago came into the Chelsea side and was saying oh well it's Frank Lampard doing in a favour he's overrated he'll be playing for Crystal Palace this time next season and look at the season he's just had just winning the Champions League with Chelsea and Emmy Martinez as well cast out at Arsenal and um, wasn't given a look-in by Arteta was flogged immediately in the summer and has had one of his one of the best debut seasons in the Premier League from a goalkeeper, barring a few at the end for uh, Arsenal last season. And I think all of them deserve to be talked about um, for places in this year's team of the season. So like I said, I'm, I'm happy to concede that I'm not probably going to get the vote with those three Luke Shaw's already in. I wasn't expecting that actually, but with but for the other two, I wasn't. I wasn't expecting them to be in the conversation with with everyone else's pick. So I just think that they deserve some sort of recognition and commendation for the season they've had, which is why I have put Emi Martinez in as well.
4: Well, Can I just um, to you, Sam? Really, is have you put Martinez in there because we're comparing him to last? Because we're comparing Villa to last season, where they had Rainer in goal by the end of the season Mm. to Martinez, and also the fact that Martinez has got to keep the goal. Bearing in mind the defense in front of him has Tyrone Mings in it, which yeah. when you compare that to Manchester City's back line, is you know, it's chalk and cheese. Is that why Martinez has got more saves to his name? And so should we be giving him as much credit?
3: I'm not really sure I understand your question. I think he's an exceptional goalkeeper, which is why I've put him it, which is why I've put him in the team of the season. You look at Aston Villa last year compared to this, and the additions of Martinez and Ollie Watkins have been the spearhead as to why they are, the position that they're in now, compared to a relegation battle last season staying up on the final day. Um, And admittedly, of course, Ollie Watkins is a massive part of that as well. But don't forget they've lost Jack Grealish and therefore they're going to have to Take take some of the ball away from it, and they're going to have to um, produce saves and keep points and have dogged defending. And like you've mentioned, they've got Tyrell Mings ahead of them. Matty Cash was a, <laughs> a Nottingham Forest. So look at the Man City backline: Cancelo, Juventus, Diaz, Porto. Stones was a fifty million pound buyer from Everton. You look at that backline. You look at Man City. You look at Man City's compared to Villa's. Of course, Martinez with the season he's had should be in talking about as one of the goalkeepers.
4: And Cam, is, uh, who's, who's sold you the most there?
5: Um, well, I had, I had Martínez, so I'd, I'd, I'd back Sam. But I, what I would say is that we need to give a, a mention to, to Schmeichel as well. Because, again, spoiler alert, I don't have any Leicester players in my team. And I think Schmeichel was probably the closest out of um, out of all of the Leicester squad. Pro- probably someone like James Justin would have gotten in if um, if he played the full season and carried on how he started. Um but yeah, I think I think uh, I'd I'd say Martinez.
1: I went with um, I went with Edison, but I do think that Sam makes a very valid argument in that obviously Man City I've got the expensive defence in front of them, so I, I think I think so, debate wise I think Sam some might have just pipped that a bit.
4: Well, there we are. So Martinez is our goalkeeper of the season, our team of the year. So we move on to the defence. said Diaz and Shaw are already certainties because mm-hmm. uh, at least four out of five has is- Had them in. In fact, I think Shaw was across the board. In fact, Diaz might have been across the board as well. But um, in terms of fullback, Ollie versus Dan this time. Cancelo versus Kufal. Again, these were these these options that came up a couple of times between between a lot of us. But I put Ollie up against Dan. Well,
0: based on the last argument, I'm going for Kufal because he plays for a chitter team.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll concede that one then.
0: <laughs> no, I just, I just, I'll be honest. I've never heard of Kufal before West Ham signed him, 5 year old. They're just, you look at him, and you just think he's, he's not, he's not going to be any good. But I think he's been exceptional both defensively and going forward. I think he's picked up like seven assists. And Cancelo probably would have been my pick until up to a few months ago. I think that Man United game was a, was a bit of a turning point for Cancelo. He's been fairly rubbish since he didn't even start the Champions League final. So, I don't know how someone can get in the team the season when he's not even a guaranteed star in his, his own team. Yeah, it was more just the influence that he actually did have on, on games when he did
1: play. I mean, I, I'm not sure. Uh, I know he did drop out of the season towards the end. A bit, a, bit, a bit of a baffling one, really, because I, I think that was more to do with Carl Walker's form because he's been exceptional of late. But he did contribute to five of City's Premier League goals this season. Like I thought, he was just a constant threat going forward. But what people don't understand is how good he was defensively as well. He makes two point four tackles per game, which was zero point three more than Kufal. And obviously, people think Kufal exceptional defender. But I, I think that Cancelo goes under the radar a bit defensively, and also how he's how sort of versatile. He was as well played all along the back back uh, back line and occasionally defensive midfielder as well. It was just for me, he's just been so. In the very, very, very end of the season, so consistent, and whenever he's been relied along for Man City, he was almost one of their most influential players for me.
4: So, Sam, Cam, regardless of what your own opinion is, who mm. sold the most out, Dan or Ollie?
5: Uh, I think, I think, all To be honest, I think all has. I I, 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 did have Cancelo in my team, but I can't argue with with Ollie's argument. You know, I, 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 I agree with both, but I think Ollie's argument on that occasion is a is a little bit stronger. And and to be fair, it was it. When I was picking my own, it was very close. It was very close indeed.
3: Yeah, both of them, I, I couldn't split the arguments to be fair. I-, I thought both of them had some very, very good points. I like Dan's statistic, which I hadn't thought about that Cancelo actually makes more tackles a game than Kufa, which is probably one of the most serious parts of defending, isn't it? Is
2: keeping the ball out of
3: the back of the net. And you do that by taking the ball off the opposition. Um, For me, I put Kufa in my own team, but based on the argument, I would, I would verge for Dan.
4: All right, so that means I get, I get the casting vote. And um, and to be honest, when uh, Cam went Kufal first, I thought Sam would follow, so I reviewed Cancelo for my list. So for that reason only, we're going to go with Kufal. <laughs> I
3: think Kufal is the one that we agree with overall. I mean, three of yeah. us did have him in the team. We did. just based off the argument. All
4: right, so the other defender, alongside, or oh, the central defender, sorry, alongside Ruben Diaz, is between Harry Maguire and Wesley Fofana. Now, Ollie, you're up again mm-hmm. here. Third in a row, but you can have a little relax <laughs> after this. Against Cameron, uh, Ollie, I think you went for Fafana Maguire. for, Cam- uh, Cameron, for, <laughs> Cameron for Maguire. Fafana <laughs> <Adam> Maguire. <laughs> that's an interesting <laughs> bit. Uh, so, yeah, that's. Ollie, you just uh, put me out of misery. Yeah, I, I wouldn't
0: be too disappointed if I lost this one, to be honest. I've gone purely for contextual reasons. The fact that Fafana had come in as a 19 year old, he'd not even played 20 professional games in football. And he's pretty much slotted straight into that Leicester back line. And I think if you look at the other centre-backs in that Leicester back line, he's probably the one that suits that Leicester system the most. He's so good on the ball, he's great at passing in between the lines. And I think we're just expecting him now to become one of the world's best centre-backs at 20 years of age. I mean, he's younger than us. And he's, oh, he's that's a... scary.
1: <laughs> Five years younger than me. That's, like, that's ridiculous. <laughs>
0: If you just look at, I know it's obviously a different conversation, but the FA Cup final, he was heroic in that the, the blocks he makes. He's not the defender that usually has to slide in to make tackles. He's usually positionally good, where he gets, gets himself in good positions, doesn't have to make them last ditch tackles, and that's that's one of the biggest qualities for me as a centre back, and that's why I've gone for Fafana.
5: Mm, I, to be honest, I, Fafana was probably going to be third on my list out of out of the ones that we mentioned other than forgetting Diaz, I think I would have had Tiago Silva ahead of him. Um but obviously I went for Harry Maguire. I just think you have we have to get some some I know we've got Luke Shaw in, but I think I think Maguire was the the key to that defence. I think if you if you have a defence with Shaw, Wambersaka by Lindelof as we saw at times towards the end of the season, the Manchester United defence just isn't the same. And I think we'll talk about or at least I'll talk about a player later um in a different team that had a similar effect at the other end of the pitch. Um, Maguire, he's, I don't think he's necessarily proven yet his, his price tag, but if he puts in a few more uh, a few more seasons at Manchester United like that, he, he's the only one in that defence committee that can't, apart from maybe wan because he's younger, can't get replaced. I think even Luke Shaw could potentially get get replaced out of that team in the next year or two.
4: I, I, I agree with both, if you want on my input. I think for Varna... He's just so young that you have to sit up and look at him. He's actually made more tackles, nearly, mm. nearly, nearly twice as many as Maguire. But at the same time, you have to say, as you've seen, when Lindelof has to play and mm. be the senior centre of where United are without Maguire. So, Sam, Dan, one word Maguire or Fafana? Sam? Maguire. Dan? Fafana. <laughs> we to vote me again then. I would go just with Fafana. All right, so on to midfield three. We've already got two that we have all agreed on, Thomas Suchek and Ilkai Gundawan. But that I means there's one space left and it's Sam versus Dan here. Mason Mount versus Bruno Fernandes. What a what a duel. It
1: is. To be fair, I did when I messaged my team of the season over, Adam, I did say that it was very harsh to leave Mason Mount out. Mm-hmm. Um but I've like on reflection when I did my research, Bruno contributed to 29 goals. In 38 games for Man United this season. Yes, 13 of them were penalties. And that is obviously going to be a bit of Sam's argument, I'm, I'm assuming, because penalties. No, he's nodding his he's shaking his head. But anyway, but five goals from open play and 11 assists. Penalties obviously aren't easy to score, especially when you take so many, because keepers can easily do the research on you. So it's still an incredible amount of goals that he scored there. You've got four player of the month awards. Like, has that ever been done before in, in a Premier League season from a player Four Premier League? That's quite incredible, really. Probably has been done before, but still incredible. Um, Mount, on the other hand, although he has been great, he only contributed to 12 Premier League goals this season in total, so that's goals and assists. That's 17 less than Bruno. And I just... 17 goal contributions. I, sorry, but... I don't see how you can leave Bruno out of the team instead of Mount there. 17 goals. That's just ridiculous. Down. In a direct comparison, I completely agree. The reason I've got Mason Mount in my
3: team is because at the back I had Maguire and Shaw and I didn't want to add a third-man United player in because I thought that was then overly compensating for... United when I when I only had three Man City players in. I didn't have them having equal seasons, therefore I couldn't put Fernandez and I think Shaw and Maguire have had a bigger contribution on United season defensively than, than Fernandez has, which is why I put Mount in there because my three midfield were De Bruyne, Gundogan and Mason Mount, and for me it was very very close having Fernandez in there if I was. Going to have Fernandez in, I wouldn't have taken Mount out, which is why I think I wanted to talk about him now. I had Son hyun Min as my left mid, my left forward, so I would have put Mount there and had Fernandez in. So I'm yeah, happy but, to but, concede that Fernandez should
4: be in the team of the season.
3: I just but, think Nathan and Mount should be as well.
4: So cool. I think the fact that Sam's <laughs> happy to, uh, in many ways, sort of concede <laughs> means that we can just all agree that Fernandez, therefore, uh, is in our is in our team of the year. Uh, me and come look vote for Mount for a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I know now you're going to do it for a laugh. So I'm just going to remove
5: Mount and Fernandez. I had Mount in my team. I, I think he had. I think you've got to remember how good he was under Frank Lampard when Chelsea were really struggling. That's that's last season for me. No, it's not, it, not
1: as well. last the, I don't think he was very good at the start of the season. He was more. I thought he was the only test. good
5: player for Chelsea. Yeah,
1: yeah, really. yeah he, was, he didn't do very much either. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, I yeah, well, Trust me. You just didn't hear it. <laughs> I just, I, I don't think he did. Like uh, yeah, last season under Lampard, he was brilliant when he, like, it was kind of his breakthrough year, wasn't it, in the Premier League? But this season, I, I think that none of the Chelsea players did well at all. And that's why Lampard ended up getting sacked. Uh, it was only when Tuchel took over at the end of the season where he started really showing his true class, I think. Mount, uh, I don't know. I think that's half that. I'm with oh, Cameron. Yeah.
4: Mount was one of the yeah, only no. players, really, that could take any credit, yeah. I think, under Lampard. Yeah. No, I but think anyway, he's but, been really consistent. Also, but Fernandez is in, so it's all irrelevant now anyway. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> but Cameron, but you're next up for both of the last two. Mm-hmm. The forwards alongside Harry Kane. We kind of haven't really got these in set right and left position. It's just a case of a, a front three. Uh, and mm-hmm. we've got De Bruyne in the front three because he played as a fold nine for a lot of the season, if not actually most of the season. So it's Cam versus Sam, and it's Kevin De Bruyne versus Mohamed Salah. So not exactly a direct comparison as such no. but they are being put together unfortunately
3: well, I said this to you before Adam that I had both in my team of the season so
4: it's Did kind you? of yeah well yeah so, but you had to go a deeper didn't you
3: Oh, well, yeah, but they're still both in the team of the season. Yeah, So, nice. so I'm happy whoever wins comes to you, <laughs> Well, this is, not, this is a proper cop-out, this, isn't it? <laughs> what it. do you want me to say? Oh, Sorry. yes. Oh, yeah, I, I disagree with my opinion from yesterday, that I don't think De Bruyne should be in it
4: anymore. <laughs> so far, all Sam's choices is said, I really, I really want to make my point, but then again, if you win, I'm fine. Long time, but, but I made my point first. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I let Ollie go first. <laughs>
4: I don't mean mean first. I mean, along along, along that seven, seven, I think. You you can win if you want, along that seven, I think.
3: Well, let's be (laughs) honest, it doesn't really matter, does it? Are (laughs) you enjoying (laughs) this?
4: You tell tell Derek from Stevenage that. I was going to say, are you enjoying this, Derek?
1: (laughs) Um,
5: Well, I'll I'll go then. Um, (laughs) uh, As I alluded to earlier about Harry Maguire, there was another player that I thought pretty much carried his team um, this year. Obviously, Maguire obviously we've talked about Fernandez, so he didn't fully carry Manchester United but I think Mo Salah certainly carried Liverpool at times you know I, I would still argue to be fair that if I was to pick one of that front three I'd probably still pick Mane but I think the season that Salah's had again in a poor Liverpool team you, you just can't you, he, he has to be in there because he's the reason why they finished finish third it's the reason why they're not where Arsenal and Spurs are isn't it really and why Leicester aren't in the Champions League and or well, maybe you know if, if West Ham had got a few more points, that they, they might have got in ahead of Liverpool as well. You know, so I, I think I think Salah's got to be in there. Whether you, you put him on the left, the right, wherever, just you you got to get him in. And I I will back up De Bruyne, and uh, Sam's probably got some really good points about De Bruyne, but I think I think um, it's probably the same reason why I didn't have Bruno Founders in, isn't that? Yeah, they've been brilliant. Yeah, are they the best midfielders in the league? Yes, um, but the team of the season isn't about that, is it? It's about who's who, who, who who's who's been the best win? players in the league. Come yeah. <laughs> <That's>
2: a... <laughs> <No, laughs> on, I, I, that's I, literally I what the consider... team of the
5: season is. No, but then, but, but then, why have we got Martinez in goal? Well,
1: then, who's been Brighton's best player this season? Because then we pick...
5: be Because then we're just picking them. Man... If we're picking the best players, then we're picking the Man City team, aren't we? Really, Man City team, and maybe Kane and Fernandez. Aren't we? Because I, I, maybe maybe a,
1: and for Fana well, and the rest of them
5: potentially for Su- <laughs> Su- Yeah, Suche. Yeah. yeah. Sure. No, no, because because you'd have a midfielder. If I'd have midfielder Foden, Gundogan, and De Bruyne. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Gundogan sitting as as they proved that he did a fantastic job at sitting in the Champions League final, didn't he? So. <laughs> so <laughs> right. So to
4: no, Sam, I, 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 go on, go on. So, Sam, then, would you say that we wouldn't even need to be bait- debating De Bruyne being in the team of the year if he wasn't injured for, what, a combined three months or something in the end? Perhaps even more than that. He probably, he probably only played not much over half the season. Is that anything to do with it? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I don't
3: know what you want me to say, because I had both in my team. So, I don't yeah, really know that... who I'm meant to be saying. Uh, who, who who I'm, so to be
4: the I'm just saying, would, would you think that... Oh, obviously we're debating this because because not everybody had De Bruyne in is what is this, way, okay. this so would you say that everybody would have De Bruyne in if he'd had been if he'd played all of the season which is what Salah on the whole pretty much did
3: oh, so if, if De Bruyne plays the entire season then you're talking about the Premier League player of the year in most seasons probably this one as well in that case he's got to be in consideration for the Premier League team of the season because he's one of the best players in the Premier League
5: the Salah's in
4: <laughs> <laughs> this one has got, no,
5: got, we've got a team that finished third in the league regardless of the fact that they're called Liverpool if it had been Aston Villa we'd be having Grealish in
4: well, we? uh, so, I, well I was actually I was, I was about to mention Grealish because Grealish also had probably half the season out injured and this is the first time i have even mentioned his name yeah he's mm-hmm. one of those influential individual players on a team in the entire yeah. division. And I think if he hadn't I mean, well, you saw a villa were at one point top four contenders this season, then were top six contenders. In the end, Greeley's that injured and then they finished bottom half. So why is Greeley yeah. not in this conversation as well? Then
5: well, I am good gutted that Kante I can't fit Kante in my own team, never mind in, in this one. He's not a dimension. True. And he's the best befil- and he's the best. Well, he's better he's if you forget attack it purely attacking midfielders, he's the best midfielder in the league. And he can't get him. So if we go back to the best players in the league, right, then Kante goes in instead of Gundogan.
1: Because there wasn't a position for Kante because we've said defensive midfielder, a midfielder, an attack midfielder. Kante mm-hmm. is a defensive attacking midfielder.
5: <laughs> <laughs> well, he could have sent him mid or, or CDM. But like I said, the reason why I picked Sochek and I, had to, fact, I nearly put Rice in over Sochik, Um is because the West. you had to have a West Ham player in there because you had to you had to credit what teams have done. and Well, you have to. You, you can't, I mean, you can't just happy. say... Because then it's man. Because then it's like I say it's it's Man City and two other players from a different team. So
3: uh, yeah, I completely that, agree.
4: So, so I mean, so Oli obviously will probably pick Salah over, right, well, in this case De Bruyne. But yeah. he's probably won't head to. And and Dan's quite a big fan of De Bruyne. So so, what's your two opinions on this?
0: Well, the who's going on the right wing here? I just put
4: forward yeah. I, yeah. I a,
5: a, a front three, the fluid front three.
1: Yeah, I, I can see oh, this is getting complicated. we I think, we're overthinking the, the team of the season a little bit here, but we're doing a pep. We are doing a pep. Um, <laughs> what I, the reason I put De Bruyne is because when he was playing uh, this season, everyone was just in awe of him again, and it's every time he does play. He's probably the most consistent high performer in the Premier League. I'd say there is players who obviously hit form like Salah. He, I think he's been not very consistent with his form. I think he's been he's went through patches where he's been like almost unstoppable, and then he's went really quiet, especially when Liverpool weren't playing very well this season. I don't think he really stood up. And I know he might have scored a few, oh, few okay. goals, but I, am not
0: sure. I'm not you sure. Carried us through the mud. <laughs> We were awful. I don't even know where we'd have finished without Salah yeah. during the you, period. You take Salah at no, that That
1: that was that was your form at the end of the season, though, that brought you up
0: there. You just were like Salah blocking. Salah wasn't just good for that period. Salah's been good all season. Yeah,
5: <sighs> like, you put Divock yeah. in that team instead of Salah. His Divock game, uh, many goals?
1: Of what I've seen a season.
0: I, I know you've you've seen yeah. a lot more. I don't of think Salah's I've the seen... best. The best player. I don't think he's.
2: No. The I think the he's best, but I think
0: he's just I think he's just. Consistently produces, which is why he has to go in for me. Hmm. Yeah, like comes that. Where would we have finished be I've been like a Arsenal
5: yeah. or probably worse. Because what other like right? Let's say we're gonna have a Liverpool player in and forget everyone else we've put in before. Who else are you having? Because you're not having any of the other attackers. You're probably not having any of the midfield. You're certainly not having any of the defence, apart from maybe Robertson.
1: Yeah, but you're you're picking it come there on, on, like who who like. You have to have someone in there. From a certain team, to
2: certain I don't league.
1: think you have to have someone in there from a certain team just because the certain. No, but Salah people. got Liverpool. I think you have the, 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 the team, can, the players who's played the there. best, who've, who've been the best this season. And he been, has. I don't. I mean, I, yeah, no, no, I'm not saying that. I don't have you know, to be. I, to I, I, I it, I, I'm shit. not saying that, but I just think De Bruyne has been better than Salah this season from when he played, and he was missing for quite a while as well. So I just think De Bruyne has been more influential, in my opinion, than Salah this season. Is De, Bru- missed... De Bruyne is
0: not He's really like that. What? Did you miss De Bruyne when he was out? Because I don't think you can call him because no, my because my next players
1: stepped up in, in his mark, and that's what I was going to allude. We to, put but...
5: and, and we also put Gundogan in, and Gundogan I thought stepped up, especially he in that did. middle period where he scored he was but, eight or ten. But goals. You're
1: talking about players, and the the next player, which I will, I will spoil out, Foden, when he he stepped up when De Bruyne came out, and so did Gundogan. Both yeah, but I'd argue
5: the next player that I'm de- I'm I'm arguing for did he? All right, are
1: we arguing against each
4: other next.
2: <laughs> yeah, we are. Let's <laughs> well, get straight. I'll We'll, of we'll there. leave.
4: Let's get. We'll and we'll and we'll and we'll and we'll come back to that and to just to just pick a name. So it is it, <laughs> Phil Foden versus Riyad Mahrez. Now they don't play in the same position exactly, and often they played in in the same team. So let's bear that in mind. Mm-hmm. But, but but only one of them can fit into our front three of the team of the season. So away we go. Go on, come. Well, I I
5: I it, look I haven't I have I've not done any research. I'll I'll admit that, as you can probably tell by the answers. Because I think it's in my opinion, it's obvious and not, which it's gonna be. And I think Mares I think he's I think he's been excellent personally. I, I you know, you talk about players stepping up, of course a lot of that city front line did, sometimes not when it mattered, um as we've talked about, but when when KDB wasn't playing or wasn't wasn't um, in form. But but for me Mares once again has proved I think he's probably the most underrated player in that city team. I think yeah. he just I think he goes so under the radar. The fact that I think a couple of years ago we were all raving about when Bernardo Silva first came in, how brilliant he was. Bernardo Silva's completely dropped off a cliff. But Riyad Marez is basically a, the same player, maybe slightly more attacking and and he's continued to do it. And it and he's another one of those players that, like we talked about, Kante, that that was picked up by Leicester that, from complete obscurity, played a year in the Championship, I think, and and he's just been a, an absolute revelation. And I know I'm talking about previous years, but once again, I think I remember plenty of times he bailed Man City out this season, and he's earned them lots of vital points. He's just he, he's a player that I didn't I didn't think I'd ever be saying this about because when he signed for City. You, you kind of think is he just being, you know, a bit of a, just one of those players that's only good for one team or, you know, the circumstances of just being perfect from the team, the system that he's played in. But he's, I think he's proved everyone wrong. And and I think we raved about him in the Champions League. Obviously, we're talking about the Premier League, but he's been, I think he's been doing that all season. And I can understand the reasons why you'd have Foden in, but for me, <laughs> ironically, if we're just going to talk about the best player, the better player is Riyad Mahrez, I think, at the minute.
1: I would completely agree that, Mares is incredibly underrated. I, th- I think that he's done a, un- a great job this season. However, I think that the best things that Mares done this season was in the Champions League and this is a Premier League team this season. So, just for that basis alone, I compared them in the Premier League and in terms of stats, they both scored nine goals. Foden got five assists and Mares got six. However, Foden also paid 300 minutes less than uh, Mares. I just think that Foden, in De Bruyne's absence, really stepped up. He started playing... Even as a striker at times this season, Foden he went out of his comfort zone and he really carried Man City. And every and I know it's because he's English and he's because he's young and he's the the player to talk about this season. I think he's him and Mount are the breakthrough stars this season, but he's just been absolutely excellent. And the the way he sort of controls a game at his age is just absolutely ridiculous. He he almost dictates play at the age of I don't I forgot I forget how old he is now, but. You would think he's a lot older. The way he controls a game, and it's just Mara's. Yeah, I completely agree. He's he's had a great season, but for me, Maris more in the Champions League than the Premier League. Ford in the Premier League has just been exceptional for 300 minutes less played than Mara's as well, which is a long time in
4: in football in terms. So Dan, this this question is just for you. So no one else chipping. I just, I just want to see what Dan says. How would you say Gareth Bale played this season, Dan?
1: Do you know what? I, again, he's one of them where at the start he was really poor, wasn't he? And then he went missing for a long time. But I do think that Bale, towards the end of the season, he was he was fairly exceptional. I mean, he really dragged Spurs out the mud a lot, a lot especially under um, under Ryan Mason. I think he came at his own a little bit more. But um, it was kind of the issue was that I, I don't know if it's Bale's attitude or it was Mourinho refusing to sort of play him, but. I, I do really rate Gareth Bale as a player, and if it, the rumours are true that he could retire, it's just a massive shame. But yeah, I, I, you're probably going to say that he's performed, scored more goals, and got more
4: assists. Well, I, I'm, i honestly, a lot of times when I do something like this, I am trying, I am trying to catch you out, and I'm, I'm not, I'm not trying to catch you out because I'm not yeah. debating that Foden's an unbelievably good footballer, but you, mm. you, you even you even said it yourself, there, The fact that he's young and he's English. And I think people cloud their judgments ever so slightly with Foden. Because if you compare him just to Bale, for example, who you said yourself there had a really dreadful opening, perhaps half of the season or so. This season, Foden started seven more games and made eight more appearances than Bale. Yet Bale has scored two more goals. Yeah. So,
1: But what you've got there is an established player who, let's be honest, I think could have done a lot more. And I know it's not completely his fault, Bale, Bale's mm-hmm. fault, but... I, I don't think anyone thinks of Gareth Bale just because, let's be honest, Spurs had an incredibly poor season. If, and if we're going on that sort of thing where teams that are having a good season, we've got to include players from their teams. And you can't include any Spurs player, except from obviously Harry Kane, because Harry Kane is just exceptional no matter what. <laughs> but Bale, for me, just wasn't, it even, it wasn't even as good as Sun, to be fair, Bale. Mm. So, Sun was uh, better this season. So
5: I'd have had yeah. Mount or Ferdinand.
1: I so, can I can see the debate, but I I just think Foden's just I I I'm I'm completely biased because I love the way he plays football.
4: But if but if he was if if he was 21, but he was I don't know if he was Spanish and playing in this league, and he was a big prospect for Spain at the age, for example, would he be getting the hype that he's getting now? I think undoubtedly no, because I mean I can't I haven't got the stats to back it up completely, but I can remember the only thing I can compare it to is when Jesus first stopped playing for Man City. I think he started playing. He, he might have even signed in a January, and the last three or four months he played in that season, he was absolutely brilliant. And the odds halved on him to be top scorer for the following season, and people raved about him for that period of time. I, I, I do think phones a better a better player, but I just I don't think he deserves. I don't think someone who's played less than half of the matches this season from the start. Can be in a team of the season. I think it's just because people see him as being young and English and think that therefore, because he's going to be so good for us in international tournaments, which he will be, he deserves all these extra plaudits now.
1: Adam, honestly, in a few months' time after the Euros, we'll see if you're saying the same thing. Because I guarantee you, him and Mount, both of them, they're going to, they're going to show up big style. I'm telling you now. Brilliantly,
4: do and I I, 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 I don't, I, I want them to. But, but the fact I'm trying to make is that this is a team of the season and yeah. he's started 17 games and he's scored yeah. less goals than Gareth Bale. How can he be in a team of the season? His individual because performances been have been unbelievable, but he hasn't but he hasn't played anywhere near the full season and this is a team of the but season.
1: Because he's been outstanding this season. He actually, like, if you think, he has been, in the games that he has played then, and he must have came off the bench a heck of a lot then and Pep's 11. used him... He's, he has used him a lot and I said he's used all of his players a lot the thing is if he was in any other side if he was in um, the Chelsea side he'd have played a lot more do you know what I mean it's because it's Man City and Man City rotate a heck of a lot I'm assuming he's probably played less than Sterling do you know what I mean and Sterling has had a bad season so it, it's it's difficult to compare it in a Man City side but when he has played for me he's just been
4: mesmerising and I couldn't leave him out so so you have got <laughs> Salah and De Bruyne, I think, then, isn't it? <laughs> so, so we've got Salah, Salah KDB, Morris Foden. So we've got to pick two of those four, yeah. essentially.
5: You know, you said when you, you said if Phil Foden was Spanish, Man City, I think, have got the Spanish Phil Foden, and that's Ferran Torres. He's a very similar age, I think, maybe a year or two older.
1: Different player. I think he's a different
5: player, though. I th- Well, no, he did play up front one game and did, he scored a couple, didn't he? Phil? Oh, he's so-
1: good. I'm not saying he's the, I'm,
5: No, I'm not. Yeah. Well, he's he's right-footed. That's that's a different size I think I think when you play, in <laughs> I Perry, mean, there's yeah. a
1: bit more than the right foot. But
5: well, Spanish, I. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I I like. I I think he's I think he's as good as Phil Ferdinand when he's played when I've seen him play personally. But I don't I, I haven't got the stats. But I don't think he's played as much as uh, he potentially could have. But
4: I'll not include think, him in the list. I think, <laughs> I think I think I think we've all made good arguments for all four of those players, and I think that. The, I think it is that two of them will get in our team and two of them would be first reserves mm-hmm. so to speak. So it's not as if any one of these fat four yeah. were saying has had a bad season. But between the five of us we've got to pick two from Mo Salah, Kevin De Bruyne, Riyad Myers, and Phil Foden. So let's just name two names each and hopefully we have a majority. And I'll I'll start. I I out of those four I would go for Salah and Mahrez
0: I'll go
1: Salah
4: and Foden.
1: I think I'll agree with Oliver that I think Salah and Foden
3: Salah and de Bruyne <laughs>
5: I'm really stuck now because I, <laughs> I, I I had Salah and Mahrez, but now I'm thinking maybe just put. I'm going to say I'm going to say I'm going to stick with what I had. Salah and Mahrez.
4: Okay, so that means that now Salah's in. Salah, Salah's in. And that means in. that between the I'll rest of us, there's two for Mahrez, two for Foden. So now we're going to all have to have to walk around and pick one of Mahrez and one of Foden. So, <laughs> why, so I will say Mahrez, the was made earlier, but Foden, you know, he's right, he's right next to him. But I would say Mahrez on, on the basis of the season.
0: We go down to some it
3: Yeah, I'll say Mahrez. Me and
5: Dennis yeah. on Foden, I'm
4: guessing. Yeah. It is down to Sam though. Can I abstain
3: and go for either Mount Sun Human or Bamford?
4: <laughs> I'll let you have Mounts. So.
1: <laughs> See, Bamford's not even a bad shout in fairness.
4: No, 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 I know. we're not having that. <laughs> no, no, Derek, <laughs> Derek, Derek's, Derek's got Derek's got his money worth already, right? With this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so Sam's picking Mars or Foden, and then we've done our rematch team of the season. For me, it's Mars. There we are, mm-hmm. then. So all things... So, now we're just just sort the bench out. No, that's a joke. So, <laughs> so, um, so Derek from Steena, to answer your question, this is the rematch Premier League team of the year. It's Emi Martinez in goal. Kufal, Diaz, for Fafana and Shaw. Then Suchek, Gundogan, Fernandez. Salah, Kane, Mares. I think, to be fair, that's not a bad team, is it?
5: I'll tell that 9 out of 11, I think. <laughs>
2: it's not
5: competition, <laughs> I, I, I did that when I was pissed off.
4: All <laughs> <laughs> right, then. It is time for the quiz. And I've built this up over the last few weeks with you lot. So I really hope it lives up to expectation, at least a little bit. So it's called Guessable. I'm going to presume that a lot of you have not come across this TV quiz show before. This is currently uh, airing on Comedy Central, hosted by Sarah Pascoe. Um, and this is how it works the rules. You will begin in teams and then break off and play the game on your own. Your starting team are Sam and Cameron. This is Dan and Ollie. You will all participate in a number of guessing trivia games. There are a number of different rounds, and I'll explain them all when we get to each one. A point for you slash your team for every correct answer you give. The catch. Every single correct answer from the quiz provides a link to a mystery guest who is in some way connected to the footballing world. So every single correct answer is a clue to a mystery guest. The winner is whoever can work out correctly who the mystery Mm. guest is. The person who finishes the quiz first gets the first guess at the end of who the mystery guest is, second guess, second guess, and so on. You cannot guess the same as somebody else. At no point during the quiz should you or your team discuss who you think the mystery guest is. So you may choose to write them down the correct answers as we go, or just try and remember a selection of them, but do not discuss the clues. Mm -hmm. There are over 50 throughout the entire quiz, so some of the connections to the mystery guest could be a bit tenuous and it is not an extensive list. So I strongly recommend that you don't just focus on one or two clues and instead try and guess the mystery guest for an array of clues given throughout the quiz. So mm-hmm. it sounds more complicated than it is, I promise you. Does everybody understand the rules? Yep. All right. Good luck, everybody. Uh, hopefully this goes well. And there is a £5 jackpot. Yeah. Ooh. I know. Oh, it's I thought real. it was going to uh, be...
3: An afternoon with the mystery guest. Uh,
4: (laughs) I I may or may not know the mystery guest, um, but I'll tell you now. I don't personally know the mystery guest, unfortunately. So um, yes, but only one of you can win. All right. So it is Sam and Cam Mm -hmm. versus Dan and Ollie. So to start with, and you'll break off and be individuals by the end of the quiz. So just remember, do not discuss the clues as we go. <laughs> round one is the spelling round. You must alternate giving letters that correctly spell out the answer to a question. You must not confer or say the answer, but on your go, say only the letter that you think comes next. I not like that. Don't so, Sam Cameron, you have the first question. And Sam, you say the first letter and then we alternate until we get to the end of the word or until you make a mistake. So all you say is a letter that you think comes next. Sam, starting with you. Question one. And remember all the answers, all the correct answers link to the mystery guest. Sam, the town where we all met and went to university in. M. I.
3: D. D. L. (laughs)
4: U. G. H. Correct. Spelling Middlesbrough. One point to each of you.
5: I forgot that it felt wrong then.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad it felt to me.
4: (laughs) (laughs) You two are next. Uh, Dan, you're giving the first letter. She was the host of The Weakest Link on BBC One.
1: <laughs> Yours was so much easier.
4: If <laughs> you fail, on this occasion, you, you I was. <laughs> I apologise for that. <laughs> Why can't I remember a second? <laughs> <laughs> well, you, well, you might not need to. You know, you might you might just, you know, come to you as you start spelling. A.
1: <clears throat> N. E. <laughs> oh no. You've
5: got one in twenty-six chance done.
1: <laughs> oh what? I'm so sorry. W. Unfortunately
4: <laughs> unless unless yeah, unless, it, unless unless Jonathan Ross was saying that this, no. this person's name, that's not correct, no. unfortunately. Oh sorry, I'm um, not I really not uh, I did. Great answer was Anne Robinson. Oh
1: Robinson.
4: I thought it
2: was Rudicum.
4: <laughs> so <laughs> <sighs> All right, Sam Camp, to you again. This time, Cameron will start with you. Mm-hmm. Kieran Trippier joined which team upon release from Tottenham Hotspur? Oh, that's uh,
2: outrageous! A D
5: L E T I C
3: O
4: M. D, D. R. I. D. Correct. Atlético and is the correct answer. Well done, not, for not putting an H in there, Cameron. Well done. Yeah, nearly. <coughs> All right. Now, this one might, might, might be a difficult one. I'm not sure. Oh, for God's uh, sake. I do apologize. <laughs> um, or should we switch them? No. We'll just leave them in the order they're in. Uh, Dan, so we'll start with you. The tyres in this year's Formula One season are provided from which company? <laughs>
1: So, I'm sorry, right? We've had two absolute humdings there. Mate,
4: mate, I mean I'm not being funny, but there's over fifty clues in the seven rounds, so there's plenty of time left. And you could
3: dinner is not the next word.
4: And I thought you watched F1, Dan. I, I was working for most of these Sundays, I don't know the timing. <laughs> um only I
1: can saying. only I can only think of one that it could be, to be honest. Um
4: okay, uh G. Wrong, I'm afraid. Oh, do you have any really idea, problem. Ollie? It's not Pirelli, is it? <laughs> it is Pirelli, but how do you Pirelli? That's the question. Um, I'll tell you P I R E L L I, Pirelli. Okay. Sorry, Ollie. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Sam, Cam, you're next. Sam, start with you. Belgian goalkeeper who followed Eden Hazard from Chelsea to Real Madrid. P. Hey. I. incorrect. I'm afraid. Oh. <laughs> this is T-h- T-h-i-b- H- T H I T H
3: I B A U D
4: T Tibo with a T on the end. C O U R T O I S Tibo Courtois. Courtois. All right, Dan and Ollie. Ollie will start with you. Last question oh. of the round. He was Leicester City's manager when they won the Premier League in 2016.
1: Oh no see. <laughs> oh, that's that's a good my better
5: easiest one you've had yet
1: Shut up, I can't, don't you think <laughs> Right um,
0: L A U
2: D
1: I a. R a. R a. N I. Oh, it was.
2: <laughs> <laughs> e. Uh. R. Yes! I.
0: Correct, is he
2: No! I thought I didn't look
0: in between him, the zoom about yeah. start shaking his head. Uh, I, don't know. I did
1: as
4: well. Well played. Well, but... Okay, end of round one. So, so to the clue board, we can add Middlesbrough, and Robinson, Atletico Madrid, Pirelli, Claudio Ranieri, and Thibaut Courtois. So they, after all the other correct answers later on in the quiz, all link to a mystery guest. So, so far, we've got Middlesbrough, and Robinson, Atletico Madrid, Pirelli, Thibaut Courtois, and Claudio Ranieri. All right, the next round is called Don't State the Obvious. You must write down three words that describe a word or phrase or person, etc., that I will give you so that your partner can guess who or what it is. However, your opponents will also be writing down three words each. If any of their words are the same as any of your words, they steal the point. Do you understand? understand. One more time, sorry. So, you must write down three words that describe a a word, phrase, person, etc. that I will give you so that your partner can guess who or what it is. However, your opponents will also be writing down three words each. If any of their words match any of your words, they steal the point. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, and I do I have a realise I need a whiteboard, and I've not got one, so just give me maybe thirty <laughs> seconds. Okay. So, so you sound different. You could. Yeah, you're a lot
0: quieter.
1: Very quiet. Is your headphones out?
0: Microphones not
1: though.
4: Ah. have <laughs> no, got the mic out here. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Cheers, Ali, <yeah>. um, <clears throat> so Cameron if you can shut your eyes or look away or something and I will <laughs> write down so Sam so you've you got three words that describe this to Cameron and the other 2 I've got to write down three words that block that point everyone's seen the word yeah. okay Hello. Cameron you can look <laughs> well, obviously, you're ho- hopefully you're there. <laughs>
2: and
4: Let me know when you've all got three words, please. Yeah. Okay. Sam, please say your three words, Cameron.
3: Award, mm-hmm. netting,
4: top. Award, netting, top. What top. thing is Sam trying to describe to you there, Cameron? I'm guessing it's the golden boots it is indeed. It was primarily Golden Boot. but I will give you Golden Boot. Yes. So unless Ollie or Dan have written any of those same words, so just say your three words again, please, Sam. Award netting top. Dan, what were your, what were your three words? Salah, Kane, and net. <laughs> oh, they are they are different, but only just. Oh. Uh, Ollie, what what were your three words?
0: Um, Harry Stryker, Vardy.
4: Harry Stryker, Vardy which is Jamie's alternative name. <laughs> yeah. So point there, you go to Sam and to Cameron. So I could have said goals. <laughs> no, <he's not laughs> goals. So a, or scorer, or like that, yeah. Or shoe, no no, said no, that. No, 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 no. Right, so Dan, if you could look away, please. So Ollie is going to describe this person, place, or thing. And Sam and Cameron are both going to write down three words each to try and block it. All right, Dan, you can look. Let me know when you've all got three words each. Huh. Mm-hmm. All right, Ollie, what are your three words for Dan? Um midnight kiss. Celebration. All right. Dan, what is Ollie trying to describe to you there? To one more time. <laughs> midnight, kiss, celebration. Oh. New Year's. New Year's Day. I will accept New Year's. Yeah. So, Sam, first of all, have you got any of those midnight kiss celebration? What, what three words have you got, Sam?
3: January 1st and Borough. <laughs> I thought he might have described where Dan was at the year who Borough were playing on the day. <laughs>
2: because
4: oh, only okay. Borough celebrate New Year's Day. Uh- <laughs> that was where Dan
1: would have been, isn't it?
4: I wasn't, actually. I was in Stockton on Tees. Kevin <laughs> uh, what three words did you have?
5: Uh, I had celebration, fireworks and holiday.
4: Well so, played. so Sam, you've managed to get a point there through being Cameron's teammate and Cameron will also <laughs> get a point for stealing that. And so Sam and Cam get another point. So. Dan and Ollie, unfortunately, score nothing. Unfortunately. All played. <sighs> okay, so the next one, please. If Sam could look away and Cameron is describing mm-hmm. and Ollie and Dan are trying to block. There is your thing. <laughs> Alright, Sam, you may return. And again, please let me know when you've all got three words. This is extremely hard, Adam, by the way. Good. It's worth it. Yeah. If you can guess the mystery guess at the end, it's all worth it. Because mm. the real winner is a person who, who guesses the mystery guess. So you could finish fourth in this, but guess the mystery guess, and that means that you win five British pounds. How amazing would that be? Right, okay. Alright, Cameron, please tell Sam your three words.
5: Uh, so, firstly, enemies, animation,
4: and pets. Enemies, animation, and pets. Sam, what is Cam trying to describe to you there? It's Tom and Jerry. It is Tom and Jerry. You've got a point, unless Dan or <laughs> already have written any of anime, uh, enemies, animation, or pets. Dan, what three words did you write down? Slapstick, cartoon, and pin. Oh. <laughs> Unlucky, Ollie. What three words did you write down?
0: Cartoon mouse <laughs> <The obvious ones. laughs> <laughs> <to> clever.
4: <laughs> so point again to Sam and Cameron. They yes, are um, romping ahead at the minute. Uh,
5: tough. And I had old before I wrote enemies. because uh, oh, oh, oh. yeah. it was an old cartoon, isn't it?
4: Uh, I guess.
5: Well, old animation. I didn't well, I say...
1: is, is it old because it came up when I was a kid? <laughs> yeah, no, it was,
4: well, it's very really like black and white, wasn't it?
2: So
4: <laughs> okay. So last one, could if Ollie could look away, please. So Dan, you are describing this, and the other trying to block. Oh. Getting a point. All right, Ollie, thank you. You may look and let me know, please, when you've all got three words written mm. down. This is incredibly hard, but I hope you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs>
5: um.
4: Yeah, let's go with that. All right. Dan, what three words are you Oh saying? no, I don't I don't think you're gonna get this. <laughs> <laughs> right. I've got
1: Bailey hat look alike. Look-alike's one word. It's hyper. Yeah, it
4: yeah. Bailey hat look Bailey hat lookalike. What is Dan trying to describe to <sighs> you there, Holly? Bailey hat lookalike.
5: I know the answer. I don't know try trying to describe. <laughs> yeah, no,
4: oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, am I supposed to have any chance? There? <laughs> <laughs> it's all to guess, Ollie, You might, you might pluck something from nowhere and be ah. correct. Or you could give us a really funny wrong answer. So, so let's have something anyway, please, Ollie, even if you stop. Inspector <sighs> Gadget.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like
4: sex, <laughs> uh, okay, so let's see if you get it from what Sam and Cam said. I'm going to guess that there's no duplicates, which at least that part of the bill you fitted down. Uh, Sam, what three words have you got written down?
3: Piccolo, Piccadilly, Capital.
4: Piccadilly, Piccadilly, Capital. Cameron?
5: There, there, is a, there is a crossover. I've got Transport, Capital and, and Below.
4: Below? A below. A below. <laughs> no, no. I, I couldn't <laughs> think of it. <another> <laughs> <laughs> Ollie, what What do you reckon? Now is the London Underground. This the London Underground. Dan, what were you on about, please? So, before, do you
1: remember Bailey's hat? The one with the funny colours coming off it? Oh, right. And I put it on a picture of the London Underground, and it looked like oh. I thought you would have got it off that. I've
5: got no idea I'm
1: what I've about it. I know. No, I've got sure. a clue. It's, <laughs> it's, it's in the Twitter chat, but...
4: So if our listeners have no idea, don't worry, three-fifths of rematch have no idea either. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that is the end of round two. So we can add to the clue board, along with all the ones from round one, we can add Premier League Golden Boot, New Year's Day, Tom and Jerry and London Underground to the clue board. So all these clues (laughs) link to one person. The score is the end of round two. Sam and Cam, you both have five points. Dan and Ollie have one point each.
1: Can you say them one more time? Sorry, just I can write them down.
4: Yep. So in this round, Sorry. we had Premier League Golden Boot, New Year's Day, Tom and Jerry, and the London Underground. All right, round three is called What are You Porking About? Clever name, isn't it? So what's going to happen is in this round, the opponent's team and myself will both claim to have an item behind our cameras. However, only one of us have. The other two are entirely making their item up. You can ask whatever question you wish other than show us the item. And it's up to you and your teammates to decide who is telling the truth and who is telling a porky. The item that is the truthful item goes on to the clue board. So, Daniel, you're trailing. So one of me, Sam and Cam have a genuine item behind our cameras. The other two have either been told or know it already to just make something up. So you can ask away. Are we? Are we working together? You are working together, yeah. Yeah.
0: Was oh, there any yes or no questions? I'm
4: you can ask whatever the hell you want, other than show us the item. I mean, I guess we just have to ask what's what be <laughs> behind. <laughs> come what curious. we got.
5: Come what we got. Uh, I have got a shell. Oh. Where'd you get the shell from? Um, it's not my shell. Uh, it is Sheep. my stepdad's
1: shell. <laughs> <laughs> I like think you got a shell. She- why does stepdad got a shell? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <did> you- <laughs>
2: Irish. has your stepdad
5: got a shell? Because he is in the oh, army. No. He's it's got, got uh, he's got a shell because um,
1: he's in the army. What do you mean? Wait, what does that mean?
5: It, well, a shell is like what you should shoot bullet out of.
1: Oh, it's a, a seashell.
5: Yeah, so it, it's like it's it's an artillery shell.
1: Adam, what have you
4: got? I've got a copy of Now That's Michael like Music seventy two. I don't believe that. <laughs> so, <laughs>
3: <laughs> I have got not one but two Matt Damon films. <laughs> which films? Uh, the Born Identity and the sequel.
1: Why would you not look behind your computer when you said that? <laughs> um, <laughs> um. Oh God, I'll do. This is incredibly difficult. So, are you-
4: um, which
1: one my- which one was your favorite out of them, Sam? I haven't seen the second one, so I'll have to say the <laughs> first one. What was the first
3: one? The Born Identity, the first one, Dan. Based on a book by John McCart. No, that wasn't John Lacar. He wrote The Night Manager. Who wrote
4: oh, the book? I don't look what it says. What was yeah. the second one again, Sam?
3: <laughs> uh, I think it's The Born Supremacy.
1: I think it was the second
4: one. I've Supremacy. what it, it says. It, 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 it is. It's The
3: Born
1: <laughs> Supremacy, the second one. And Cam, this shell, when he when he. Like what? What What was the story behind it?
5: Um, well, it's it's a new. It was the first one ever fired. So and he's and he. That's what he does. How did he, he find it? No, no, he, no. He fired it. He didn't find. Yeah. it. Well, well, you have it. To,
1: well, when you fire it, you fire it at something. So how did he find it?
5: Well, it was just just a target. It's it's Ooh. just a target.
1: Uh, which where, where whereabouts? Which part of the yeah. country?
5: Lawworth.
0: No, he didn't know that. You wouldn't know oh, yeah. that. You so wouldn't I'm, know where he fired it. I used it. to live there. Mm-hmm. You pick one of these DVDs up and read. The description of one of the films on the back, please. Yes, of course. <laughs> Make
4: sure you keep behind the camera. <laughs> if it's there, Sam, of course.
3: What a oh.
0: question!
4: <laughs> it's a good question, that, isn't it? <laughs>
3: yeah, that's fantastic!
0: Sam, uh, how, how far away is this DVD?
3: It's right behind is it my on my your phone?
0: No. Right? Choose your
1: phone?
0: <laughs> Just read the synopsis all Well hmm.
1: then. Uh, it says... He was the perfect weapon <laughs> <for
3: him. laughs> Until
4: he wasn't.
5: Is
1: that, that it? it That's not the catchy, old it? description.
5: I,
4: that entitles you in that one, doesn't it? All right, Dan so, Oli, I'll, I'll get, get any answer, please. So, who's telling I, the truth?
1: I don't believe Cam at all, because I think that he wouldn't know where it was. And he'd have to be honest with that. He wouldn't know where it was fired. I don't think he'd know that. Did you do that? I think it's... Would it be Adam? It could just be Adam. We've just been questioning the wrong people completely.
0: <laughs> Adam will definitely have that CD.
1: He will have that CD. That's the thing. He will have just that CD. Just he's got it behind
0: it. Adam, I don't... The, get the CD out of the box and just like, glance it around your room. <laughs> like...
4: Obviously, I can't do that. That's actually that's, that's, that's right. just show us the I'll be honest.
1: Ollie. I, I don't believe Sam or Cam, so I'm tempted to just go with Adam.
4: Yeah,
0: I'm happy to
4: go
1: with that. Are are all right with that. Yeah.
4: Right, yeah, let's go with Adam. Yeah. Right, so, can the person holding the trees please reveal the item now? It's Sam. God, give it over! <laughs> <laughs> there give are, it are the two DVDs.
0: <laughs> well played. Well played.
5: I do. I could get it. It's downstairs if you want to.
1: See. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't
5: It wasn't fighting Woolworths, was it? No, wait, it's Lulworth for a start. I, I oh. don't know. Where it is.
2: <laughs> you didn't say Woolworths. What is it? <laughs>
4: Woolworths. No, one of the shut
2: down.
1: I don't
4: know where. I think, I think it was probably somewhere in Wales. All oh. oh, right, well done, everybody. So we add Matt oh. Damon to the clue board. Matt Damon? <laughs> Matt Damon we add to the I mean, clue board. You didn't know that was going to come up, surely? <laughs>
1: oh, dear. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm a yeah, bloody yeah, crazy moron. <laughs> <it doesn't> <laughs>
4: All right, so now I'm gonna play the game. This time, Sam and Cameron are guessing, and one of me, Ollie or Dan, have got something behind our cameras. So, Sam and Cam, a fire away. Oh, I'm
5: psyching him out. Um, Ollie, let's start with you. You're you're smiling. Um, um, what,
0: what are you going to ask me? Well, what what object have you got, or what what thing? I've got a big pink fluffy seahorse. <laughs>
5: <laughs> how did you obtain the seahorse? This it is it's
0: my level. um this my niece's. So I, I found it in my niece's room.
5: Yeah. And then
0: Well you so nicked it. I hadn't nicked it because I'll give it back,
3: but... how big is the seahorse? If you were like to measure it like that. Hmm.
0: I'll get my fingers on it. Oh. oh it's
3: okay. fairly substantial size,
5: then. Yeah, it's like flapper size. Um, okay.
3: Are there any distinguishing features on this seahorse?
0: Have you ever seen that picture of Balotelli wearing that stupid hat? <laughs>
2: That's not what <where laughs> I thought you were going
0: oh, go. to <laughs> It looks like that, like the, the top of its head. <laughs> That's
5: quite believable, to be fair.
3: And where is the seahorse for safekeeping just behind the laptop on the floor or on the desk
0: um it's it's on my um my laptop on the the desk desk. okay
4: Okay.
3: Hmm. adam what is your alleged item
4: Uh, i've got a a big roll of wallpaper
3: (laughs) (laughs) what's on the wallpaper
4: any patterns Uh, any images like, 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 like black and white flowers in a pot or just on the roll? No, 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 just just on the on the paper in like a random sort of pattern. I mean, I can't say it all it's rolled up, but it's just in random places.
5: Yeah, would that would that wallpaper be used or is it is it left over uh, wallpaper?
4: I, it's left over, but I think it's been left over about ten <laughs> years, so I don't think we're going to use it is, it. is it it's still
5: up in your room. house then? Is it? Oh.
4: Yeah, it's in the back of the kitchen behind the fridge.
5: Is it? Can we see that? Can we see that then? Because I
4: uh, know I'm not that's not the object.
5: Oh, uh, okay. Well,
3: I, now I've been in Adam's kitchen, you know? I haven't.
5: Have so be if, if
3: that wallpaper was on display, I think it wasn't, but I might be wrong. Mm. But that doesn't help.
1: Uh, Dan, what's your item? Oh, sorry, I, I went for two seconds. What, what did you say? Sorry, what have you got? <laughs> oh, I've got a pack of uh, Belvitas, but gluten-free. <laughs> why would
3: that be a clue to help find them? Yeah, that's what I'm a thinking. pack though. of gluten-free Belvitas.
5: But why would anything be a clue?
3: Wallpaper, <laughs> I can believe, more than a fluffy pig seahorse. Yeah, sea
5: yeah why does a seahorse link? But <laughs> yes, I don't believe, Holly. Because
3: uh, what Adam said to me was, have this item, but if you didn't have it, I would just... Say find a brand, random item in your house. And I can believe that random items in their houses are a puffy fluffy and a pack of
2: gluten-free Belvitas
1: Maybe yeah, if, gluten like, gluten if you're free. looking for if you're looking for to play devil's advocate here, if you're looking for um clues, surely you're looking for crumbs. And I'm pretty sure a breakfast biscuit is pretty crummy. So Yeah, so you've just ruled yourself out of it because you wouldn't defend yourself <laughs> if it wasn't true. Uh, how much do these cost? Then, why? These well, it comes in a pack to be oh, fair, okay. uh, so uh, you know, probably well, about they're expensive because they're not norm- more expensive yeah. than normal. they because they're probably mm-hmm. about 159 from Tesco, I think. Yeah, whereas Aldi would be reasonably priced, but they don't do gluten free ones on <laughs> Aldi. No. Um, what are you thinking, Cam?
5: Uh, I, I, I think it might be Adam. I think yeah. it might be Adam. I don't know. I'm... They're all. I don't know, they are all quite even, but it, yeah. I think I think it makes sense.
3: <laughs> I can't imagine Adam play. asking, "Oh, uh, lads, have you got a fluffy pink seahorse that you can have for next week's quiz?"
5: Yeah, or even <laughs> anything related. Like, just I can't, I can't imagine asking for a cuddly toy. Yeah.
3: Because
5: I think if he if he had asked that, he would just
4: got to flappers out. Excuse me. Are <laughs> <laughs> so you saying uh, that I'm telling the truth? I think
3: know. so. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Okay. I so, think, can yeah. the person who is telling the truth, please reveal that item now. It's oh, Ollie. Oh. <laughs> 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 it is a
5: Yeah.
4: <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. If <laughs> the clue, I'm going to be fuming. Oh, <laughs> to I love the go. fact <laughs> that you both picked. You both you picked me. <laughs> Thank yeah. you for that. So we add. Unfortunately, we don't, we don't add cuddly, fluffy unicorn. We add the colour pink is what we take from uh, that. <laughs> oh, okay. That's why he'll ask yeah. 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 So from that round, we're adding Matt Damon and the colour pink to the clue board. Not, <laughs> not the person. That's up to you to the side camera, I'm afraid. All right, the next round, round four, is called the song round. Here, I will list songs in decreasing difficulty for a musical artist. You must react on the Zoom call to buzz in when you know the artist who sings all these okay. songs to earn your team a point each some of them are a little bit difficult i will be honest but good luck so you got it so you're hopefully all near the reaction button on the zoom mm-hmm. hall yeah Is this a...
3: still teams
4: yes it is yeah oh okay okay number one boiler maker oblivion typhoons it's... troubles coming figure it out Cameron R- Royal Blood it is Royal Blood yes I can for the last one <laughs> so yes again Sam you've earned a point by doing absolutely nothing at all
3: <laughs> yeah, I have had two Matt Damon films what module you want
4: <laughs> <laughs> all right I mean I don't think even get this one but uh, it might it, it, it might help with a the, with the clue board so the next one Rebel sorry that's not a word <laughs> <laughs> Rebel without a pause don't believe the hype. Fight the power. He got game, Dan. Are we? It is not. Decent guess. Not correct. Uh, he got game. Harder than you think. Nope. The answer <laughs> is public enemy. I told you it was difficult. <laughs> <laughs> well, what
1: on earth is going on here?
4: The next one. Look me in the heart, Nutbush city limits. Proud Mary, what's love got to do with it? Simply the best, Dan. Uh, Redbone. No, Hollywood. No, next. it's not. <sighs> not Diana Ross, is it? You- in, in, no, it's not. No, <laughs> <laughs> hit, I think, I think you've, uh, you've hit the post there, Ollie. I'd say is either a Cam or Sam wanting to make a guess.
5: I don't know if he's at the post, I'll say Aretha Franklin.
4: <laughs> uh, no, it's, that's post, post out now. It's gone. Uh. <laughs> Sam, just you. No, it's Tina Turner.
2: Oh. oh!
4: <laughs> Next. Foster simply read. <laughs> Breathe. Nobody's perfect. Flashlight. Domino. Cameron was first. Jesse J. It is Jesse J. Didn't need to hear price tag. Points to Sam, points to Cam.
5: I didn't really say pink then.
4: An <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate one of the round. Us and them. On the run, money, wish you were here, another brick in the wall. No, the answer is Ollie. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember singing <laughs> Go Oli. No, I'm sure. Uh, Pink Floyd. That's good. We've never heard. <laughs> Last one. <laughs> Fantasy. Hero. Always be my baby. We belong together. All I want for Christmas is you. Cameron. Mariah Carey? It is Mariah Carey. I know oh, I, I said Enrique K- Ecclesiastes. <laughs> 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 okay, that is the end of round four. So we add to the clue board, Royal Blood, Public Enemy, Tina Turner, Jesse J, Pink Floyd, and Mariah Carey. I'll say them again. So adding to the clue board, Royal Blood, Public Enemy, Tina Turner, Jesse J, Pink Floyd, Mariah Carey. This is a ridiculous list. Okay, the next round is a bit like a sort of verbal charades. So in this round, you must describe up to ten things in no more than two minutes without saying any of the words that you are describing. This is a game we played uh, a couple of weeks ago when we, in my question of sport quiz. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Ollie and Dan, you're training. You need to go first. Who wants to do the describing? And who wants to be the just to be the Whichever you think's best, Ollie
1: you described to me if you... oh dear god that worked out well last time didn't it
4: right so I'm sending these to Dan yeah oh. Dan you're describing to Ollie alright Dan there you go so you can't so use any of the words that you are describing how long do I have and you've got two minutes okay. if, you, um, if, you, if you want to skip one then feel free you can come back to it if there's time at the end OK, two minutes, Dan, and your time starts now.
1: A bank. Um, a National League team, I'm assuming. Uh, a bank. Um...
5: <laughs> I'm playing weakest link. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a bank that play in the National League. They've got the same name as a bank. Oh, OK. <laughs> um, they're a town. A bank town, the, b- the bank's name town, <laughs> bank's name town. Uh, Barclays town. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, oh, really? a bank town. We need to get this one.
0: We don't skip, skip, skip. Oh, great.
1: Um, Ollie,
0: Bidette. what's that? Bear.
2: What's what are you just surname? yes, yes. surname's correct? Right.
1: Um I'm gonna skip the next one. Okay. Um okay. what's up most of the time, but not right now. When someone says what's up? Sky? Yes, yeah. correct. Um double oh seven. Uh, no, no, hang on. Uh, doctor does um surgery on you. What's another word for surgery?
0: Operation. Correct. Yeah.
1: Um oh, it sounds like when you're addicted to drugs. It's a nickname for Addicts. A team. addicts. Yes. yes, addicts. Yes. Yes.
2: Oh.
1: <laughs> I don't have a clue who that next one is. Um, on, I'm going to have to Keep skip on. that. Um, she was in X Factor and she was a bit chavvy. She looked like Cheryl Cole. Cheryl Correct, yeah. Cheryl um, Leicester won it not too long ago. Fair call. But the last game of it.
0: Semi final. No,
1: the one, one after. One after. <laughs> the the F, FA Cup. FA Cup final? Correct. Yeah. And uh, sponsors, oh. Ronaldo.
4: Mike. Correct. Yeah. You're out of time. Oh. I'll give you Nike, though. <laughs> yeah. That was hard. Um, Dan, <laughs> which ones did <laughs> you pass on? Right,
1: so I passed on Sixfield. I didn't have a clue what that was. And George Grimm.
4: And then the <laughs> bank at the beginning, which you passed on.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Halifax. Oh, <laughs> they are, in the international league, they oh,
4: yeah. are, yeah. I thought they were
5: not quite on white though. <sighs> huh? All
4: right, so you've got uh, so these are clues three, for the final think
0: you've
4: got seven there, and these all link to the clue board So you had Halifax, Surname, Six Fields, Sky, Operation, The Addicts, George Graham, Cher Lloyd, FA Cup final, and Nike. And they all link to the mystery guest.
1: My mum's just texted me saying halifax. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh right, who is oh, describing between <laughs> Cam and Sam? I
3: personally Cam, I think I'll be better at describing than the guessing, but
5: that's yeah. No, that's, that's that's perfectly fine with me, mate.
4: So Sam, I will send these to you. So, as with the last one, all these ten answers <laughs> will link to the clue board and the mystery guest. You've got two minutes. Are you two ready? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Your time starts <laughs> now.
3: Uh, a national league team at the bottom end of the table. Um, well on it. No, a little further up. Um, <laughs> don't watch it, mate. <laughs> if 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 you're at a job and you say, "Oh, I'm busy," biz- I'm busy grafting, and that's another way of saying I'm hard at
5: Oh. W- Woking. Yes. yes, it is Woking. Uh,
3: a small bike.
5: Um, chopper.
3: I'll skip that one. QPR uh, okay. Stadium, the uh, old name, not the new oh, one.
5: Loftus Road. correct. Yes.
3: Um, one more than five. Six. Uh, and the Boris Johnson um, guidance for that. See. Not, not a law. Uh, uh so something that you... Leas- yes, yes it is all rule of six. Um, you pop money in it when you're a child and it's often Pinky a bank. farm animal. Yes, yes. it is figgy bank. Um, Cardiff's nickname? Uh,
5: the Bluebirds. Correct. Yes.
3: Uh, he, uh, Liverpool Forward did the celebration with the Coke up the nose. Uh, Robbie Fowler. Correct. Yep. Um, he's a music composer. He often hosts um, game shows to find new people to be the star of his shows. Like oh, Joseph. Um, name, we'll skip, oh, that, cam, um, skip that cam, skip that. The first game of the season between the FA Cup winners and the Premier League winners,
5: Shield Charity Shield. Yes, great, yeah.
2: Charity Shield.
3: Uh, an old FA Cup sponsor, also a drink that Adam likes, alcoholic.
5: Good old
3: FA Cup, what's just, FA just a drink that Adam likes, Carlin. Yeah, yes, that's the one you still um, have
2: time go back to one so you next? Go miss.
3: back to mm-hmm. a, a small, a small motorbike. I don't think you're going to get this one. This is quite difficult. Yes, it yes, is Ropet. Yes, yes. Um, the 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 uh, composer.
2: Um,
3: He's got the same first name as a British tennis champion. Andy? Yeah, but the full name.
5: Uh, Murray? Murray? Oh, no, the
2: full,
3: <laughs> no the, full, the full first
2: name. The full first name.
5: Andrew? Andrew, okay. Yes. <laughs> Andrew... Lloyd Webber?
4: Well, yes. Is. Unfortunately, you're out there. But I that too joined to cut you off. <laughs> but, but you got nine. So, hold done. So, the only one you missed, what you did get right, right there was Andrew Lloyd Webber. So, we, we add to the clue board Woking, Moped, Loftus Road, Rule of Six, Piggy Bank, The Bluebirds, Robbie Fowler, Andrew Lloyd Webber, Charity Shield, and Carling are all added to the clue board. So obviously don't give any names. Anybody think they've got any guesses who the mystery (sighs) guest is at this point?
2: Not Not at all. No. All right, (laughs) then.
4: You're now on your own for the last two rounds. So you will each get asked one question each. That question has numerous correct answers, but you will only get the point if you correctly identify the clue answer written down on my whiteboard. So one of the answers is a clue. If you say that answer, you get a point.
5: Does that make sense? You just say answers and hope it's a clue.
4: Yeah, so you just list as many as you can that that would be correct. And if you say the one that's on my whiteboard, then you get a point individually, and Mm -hmm. you also identify the clue for the clue board. Mm -hmm. So, um, Dan, you can go first. So, Dan, you've got up to a minute to name as many instruments in a traditional orchestra. The way you go. No, I don't like it. Um
1: trombone, um harp. <laughs> um <start> a trombone. <laughs> um uh, uh saxophone, um uh flute, a clarinet, uh uh a, a, a drum guitar, I don't know, <laughs> <The> electric guitar instruments. <laughs> Um, uh, French horn, uh, um, god, uh, grand piano. I don't know, I'm struggling here. I don't know, have got
4: five seconds left. Dan uh,
1: violin, a small violin,
4: yes, violin, yes, <laughs> oh, the cl- is the clue answer is violin right at the end. <laughs> Correct. Well done. Points to Dan. All right, Sam, I've got you up next, because that's the Uh, order that I wrote your names down at the beginning. I would like you, please, in a minute, to name me as many models of car manufactured by Suzuki.
2: Oh, Time starts
4: (laughs) now.
3: Swift. (laughs) (laughs) Good luck, mate. Oh, my word. Accord? No, it's Honda. Um, Suzuki Swift Plus, Swift Z, <laughs> Swift XR. It's,
4: it's not a, it is not the type of Swift, I'll tell you that. Swift <sighs> E.
0: Suzuki.
5: <laughs> John
3: Swift. <laughs>
0: is yeah, that like Taylor Swift? John Swift, Taylor Swift. Uh Suzuki.
3: Suzuki Bumzuki. <laughs> Bam uh, Do they do four by fours? Might do. What's that what would that be called if they were four,
0: four
4: Well that might be the one that's on this board, Sam. You've got five <laughs> left.
1: <laughs> They'll meet to provoke you. Suzuki. Evoke. Suzuki. <laughs> oh, I thought it was evoke. I thought that we was. It. Over there, isn't
4: it? You're out of time unfortunately. Wait. We're looking for if I click a little wagon thing, it's called the Suzuki Jimny. J-I-M-N-E-R. Oh. To... <laughs> how on, on earth? Top. On top top how on chance. earth? It was on Top of Gear. Yes, Cameron. Yeah. No points, unfortunately, to use there, Sam. Oh. All right, Cameron, you're next. Uh-huh. I would like you, please, to, in a minute, name me as many daily newspapers for release in the UK. You have a minute. <sighs> um,
5: The Sun. The st- The... The Star, the Daily Mail, the Daily Star, uh, <laughs> the um, the Express, the um, who, the um, who else? I don't. I don't I've ever bought a newspaper in my life, mate. To be honest. <laughs> um, <ever> yeah. <laughs> What's the do Is don't buy newspapers. Um, the the, uh, the news of the world, <laughs> oh, um, the the daily news, the um, <laughs> <laughs> the big news, the big issue, no, no. <laughs> um the new... new left. N- news online, um, what's news, um, news, entertainment, weather, and sport.
4: Unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> well, you're out of time. <laughs> what a to end! You didn't say. The Telegraph, which was the clue answer, unfortunately. Okay, last one of the round, therefore, is for Ollie, And your category, in a minute, please, its name is Many. People who have appeared as a judge on at least one full series of Britain's Got Talent. (laughs) Your minute starts now.
0: David Williams, Michael McIntyre. Here's Morgan Amanda Holden, Simon Cole.
4: <sighs>
0: David Hasselhoff. Yes. Get
4: it. Right. Oh. Point. That's the you put
1: Ollie. Ollie. side. <laughs> <laughs> what was the, the answer comes. Sorry.
4: The Telegraph. Mm-hmm. Oh. So we add to the clue board the violin, the Suzuki Jimny. The Telegraph and David Hasselhoff. And the points Dan and Ollie both have 10 points each, Sam and Cam both have 18 points each. There is one round remaining. Last round <laughs> is just a quick fire general knowledge round. One final round to cram in some final clues. You must buzz in by reacting on the Zoom call to answer. Point if you're correct, a point off if you're incorrect. Are really you joking? And as always, all these answers are clues to the clue board and the mystery guest. Have we all got re- What? Sorry.
3: How many questions? Or Ten. Ten po- questions. Ten.
4: So, are, are we all near the reaction button on, on the call? Uh, yeah. Here comes a quick fire questions. Which painter famously cut off his own ear? Dan was first. Uh, Picasso. <laughs> Minus one. Sam, you would next. <laughs> it was a Davidson Van Gogh. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, Litchfield is the setting for which Greg Davies sitcom? Sam. Man down. Incorrect.
3: Oh.
4: Ollie. Cuckoo. Say again. Cuckoo. <laughs> you said it a bit weird, but Cuckoo is the right answer, yeah. Yeah. Cuckoo, I thought you said. <laughs> which actor played Chris Tarrant in the twenty twenty ITV drama Quiz about the Ollie? Michael Sheen. Correct, it is Michael Sheen, yes. Uh, sisters Ellie and Izzy from Channel 4's Gogglebox live in which city? Oh, Cameron was just first. Leeds? It is Leeds. You take the lead of the quiz, Cameron. Number Four. number five. Spennymore Town play home games at what ground? Sam.
3: The Brewery Field.
4: Correct. <laughs> number six. Kai, Cass, Kit and Clay are the children of which Ollie? I'm really- is wayne rooney number seven whose permanent managerial career went as follows blackpool knots county bolton wanderers newcastle blackburn west dan it is sam allardyce correct number eight an iced bun often containing current currants with a cherry on top ollie i mean what (laughs) (laughs) yes ollie he wants
0: one. <laughs>
4: it's not a tea cake, is it? It's not a tea cake. No, unfortunately not. You, <laughs> <laughs> you lose a point. What? Oh. <laughs> oh. I'll say it again. An iced bun often containing currants with a cherry on top is called a what? Oh. Sam. Bakewell tart. It is not a bakewell tart. You lose a point. Say
1: it one more time.
4: Um, An iced bun often containing currants with a cherry on top is called Cameron. A hot cross bun. He's not a hot cross bun. You lose a <laughs> lose a point. Oh, sorry. I'm just press corporate. press a An ice bun often containing currants with a cherry on top is called a what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, do I have to no? answer? It is. Here haven't got to. It's a Chelsea okay. bun. No idea what that is. Number nine. Who won X Factor in
0: 2018?
4: Oh. No idea. Don't get a guess.
1: Um...
4: Dan Dalton Harris. Correct, it is Dalton Harris. The last question of the quiz. Which team managed to drop out of the playoffs on the last day of the 2019-20 season after Sam. <laughs> <Brave>. um... <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh you
5: didn't even say the league, did you? Nope.
4: <laughs> didn't no, I got no, 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 that no, part, no. Yeah. <laughs> Well, oh, then, come on, <laughs> Charlton. Incorrect. That puts Cameron into the lead. <laughs> if I were you, Cameron, I would just get away from the button. <laughs> uh, which team managed to drop out of the playoffs on the last day of the 2019-20 season after suffering an embarrassing 4-1 defeat at home to Stoke on the final day? Oh, um... Ollie. Nottingham Forest. It is Nottingham Forest, and that is what. uh, what, I I think that's a lovely way to end a quiz, personally. (laughs) (laughs) So I will toss up the scores. Sam, you (laughs) gained, you gained two points and lost three in that round, so you finish on eighteen. No, you don't. You finish on seventeen. Yeah. Cameron, you gained one and lost one, means that you finish on eighteen points. Dan, you gained two, lost one, finish on nine. Ollie gained 4, lost 1 so finishes on 13 so Cameron, 18 Sam, 17 Ollie, 13 and Dan, 9
1: I've been 11, by the way I get
4: again 2 you did, I 11
1: not that it matters it's but the, it is the
4: last are. place but that doesn't <laughs> matter because now it's <laughs> time for the real winner so I will recap the clues from, from round 7 mm-hmm. so from round 7 we had Vincent van Gogh Cuckoo Michael Sheen Leeds Field. Wayne Rooney, Sam Allardyce, Chelsea Bunn, Dalton Harris, Nottingham Forest. So then once more, we had Vincent Van Gogh, Cuckoo, Michael Sheen, Leeds, Breweryfield, Wayne Rooney, Sam Allardyce, Chelsea Bunn, Dalton Harris, Nottingham Forest. So, Cameron you won the quiz so can you please so you so you can all if you wish to text me an answer that you think is the answer to who the mystery guest is uh, but Cameron gets first dib so if he says something and someone else puts the same thing as Cameron then they're going to have to change their answer and then in turn the priority Cameron then Sam then Ollie then Dan because that was the final order from the quiz so for those playing along at home I will recap all of the clues from today's quiz So in just the order in which we got them, Middlesbrough, Anne Robinson, Atletico Madrid, Pirelli, Thibaut Courtois, Claudio Ranieri, Premier League Golden Boot, New Year's Day, Tom and Jerry, London Underground, Matt Damon, Pink, or something that was Pink, Royal Blood, Public Enemy, Tina Turner, Jesse J, Pink Floyd, Mariah Carey, Halifax, Surname, Sixfields, Sky, Operation, The Addicts, George Graham, Cher Lloyd, FA Cup Final, Nike, Woking, Moped, Loftus Road, The Rule of Six, Piggy Bank, The Bluebirds, Robbie Fowler, Andrew Lloyd Webber, Charity Shield, Carling, Violin, Suzuki Jimny, Telegraph, David Hasselhoff, Vincent Van Gogh, Cuckoo. Michael Sheen, leads the Brewery Field, Wayne Rooney, Sam Allardyce, Chelsea Bourne, Dalton Harris, Nottingham Forest. They all link to tonight's mystery guest. You could please let me know your answers via a text message so you don't reveal it to everybody else.
2: <sighs>
4: the winner, if mm-hmm. anyone gets it, will receive five One pounds. Mother. Okay. So everyone's got different answers. Mm hmm. Is brilliant. So Cameron, you thought that the link was Jamie Vardy. Mm
2: -hmm.
4: Sam thought the link was Janino. Ollie thought it was Diego Costa. And Dan thought it was Brian Clough. So now it is the time for the moment of truth. Is anybody winning five pounds? The answer because I don't see how Suzuki Jimmy
3: thinks it's Brian Clough or the rule
2: of six.
4: <laughs> yeah, I guess. I so. Some of them are tenuous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I will and, and I will say this: when I wrote this quiz, by the end, I thought to myself, quite a few of these clues linked to Brian Clough. So I deliberately chucked in a few more to deter you. So, Dan, you fell for my trap, I'm afraid, but well oh. done, because you're by far the closest. Oh. None of you are correct. Dan was very very near in many respects. The connection and the mystery guest tonight was Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank. Oh, and here is why. So, <laughs> uh, Middlesbrough, obviously, you play for Middlesbrough, Anne Robinson. She hosted Weakest Link, and a famous catchphrase that we even said during the podcast was Bank Hasselbank. Actually, oh, yeah, I play Athletic really? Madrid, you play for Athletic Madrid, <laughs> Pirelli. The Pirelli Stadium, after Burton play. That's the team he currently manages. Claudio Ranieri, signing for Atletico Madrid. Thibaut Courtois is a good one. Courtois started outfield and went in goal. Hasselbank started as a goalkeeper and went outfield. So the other way mm-hmm. around. Uh, Premier League Golden Boot, uh, he was the first uh, O2 player to win it. New Year's Day, he was appointed manager of Burton on New Year's Day. Tom and Jerry, his real name is Gerald. Uh, London Underground, uh, in, uh, in recognition of the FA's 150th anniversary, London Underground, renamed all the Chief Stations after footballers, and Dalston Kingsland Station was renamed to Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank. Uh, Pink Item for Pink Floyd, Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank. Uh, Matt Damon, both of, both Matt Damon and Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank both have four daughters. Um, Royal <laughs> <laughs> Royal Wood, well... he used to play for Royal Antwerp. Public Enemy, as a kid, he was part of a gang stealing people's tickets outside a public enemy gig, and spent three months in a youth detention facility. Uh, Tina Turner, his daughter Mia, is in the Tina Turner musical. Uh, Jesse Jay and Mariah Carey were both born on the same day as Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank, March 27th. Pink Floyd, Jimmy Floyd, Hasselbank. Halifax is a bank. Uh, surname. Yes, it is, Ollie. Uh, surname. <laughs> he was born in Suriname. That's close. Uh, Six Fields used to be manager of Northampton. Sky, he's been a pundit on Sky Sports. Operation, he once his an operation on a broken leg. Charlton, George Graham, he's played under them or for them. FA Cup final, he played in for Cardiff against Portsmouth. Nike used to be part of the Nike Academy. Woking his coach so before moped, he broke his leg in a moped accident at age three. Hence the operation. Lost his road for QPR. Rule of six. He's one of six children. Uh, Piggy bank. When he joined Atletico from Leeds, Leeds fans nicknamed him Piggy Bank. Uh, Cardiff. Robbie Fowler played for Cardiff. Played under played with with Robbie Fowler. Uh, Charity Shield. obviously played in it. Carling. Uh, either Carling Cup or Burton. Uh, his, his current team. That's where Carling's made this. This is my favorite one. Cher Lloyd and Andrew Lloyd Webber. They're both, but if you put them together, then you've got Lloyds, and that's the name of a bank. Um, the Suzuki Jimney, that's a bit like Jimmy. Uh, violin, uh. both his daughters play the violin. David Hasselhoff, Hasselhoff, Hasselbank. Uh, the Telegraph, he was wrapped up in the same scandal that Sam Allardyce was, which was revealed by The Telegraph. Uh, Vincent van Gogh and him are both Dutch. Uh, Cuckoo is set in Litchfield, which is in Staffordshire, so is Burton. Michael Sheen, this is a good one. Tom Sheen, sports reporter at The Independent, said that Hasselbank had won the best strike he'd ever seen. Uh, Leeds, that's straightforward. Breweryfield, Brewery Burton. Wayne Rooney, uh, they both have relations that are also footballers. Sam Allardyce, Tali as I just said. Chelsea, Bun for Chelsea. Dalton Harris for that da- Dalston Kingsland tube station, and he used to play for Nottingham Forest. Easy, well played,
1: Adam. Michael Sheen, that's why I went with Brian Clough.
4: Yeah, well that 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 one was that one was deliberate, it in the end. Mm. I started having quite a few links to birth and Nigel Clough and I thought, yeah, yes, yeah, people people forest Leeds. I thought people might might put Brian Clough in there. So you're you're the closest, but unfortunately, Dan, you don't win anything.
1: Not even like uh I win your sympathy a little bit, Donna. not Let's be honest.
4: Yes, I I respect you for falling into the trap. Yep. Hold on, lucky. Thanks. Did you enjoy um, that? Yes. Did it live up to the I'm height? Well <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Good>. yeah. <laughs> well that's it from us this week on the Rematch Podcast follow us on Twitter at Rematch Podcast as well as on Spotify and iTunes but what have we learned this week well Sam wanted to make a very good goalkeeper he's very good at conceding Uh, Ollie thinks that Barclays is a new Yorkshire town but more importantly we all now know way too much about Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank